This is Country Music Dads, the parenting podcast with a twang. We're bringing you our highly subjective, sometimes questionable, but always 100% authentic country music analysis, as only two dads in the trenches of modern parenting could do it. My name is Dave, and I'm a country music dad. My name is Mick, and I am also a country music dad. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode here on Country Music Dads. So what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of treat this episode as a, as a get-to-know-us episode. Talk a little bit about uh, why we're doing this and what we like to listen to. So Dave, why don't you start it off and uh, introduce yourself and we'll go from there and get this ball rolling. Sounds good, man. Well, I'll, I'll start by saying that I am um, very pleased, Mick, to be embarking on this little project with you. Like Mick said, thank you for joining us for our very first episode. You know, I, I'm already feeling the benefits, Mick, of, of doing this with you because before we've known each other for what, two or three years now. But I mean, we only really talk to each other once, maybe twice a year in those in those counting social media comments. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess the uh, occasional DM, right? But you know, now it's since we're starting this project together, once or twice a week, that's that's a whole lot better. So it's already been fun. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, Dave and I met about three years ago, I think it was in Cincinnati, at the National at Home Dad Convention, and didn't really realize that we had so much in common at the time. All of that just kind of happened organically as we started following each other's other and or previous creative creative outlets. I used to be very involved with a, another podcast called Dad House. Dad House was a group of five primary caregivers who became have been friends for 15 years and we did a did a show for about uh, three years that was essentially just all about dad, parenting advice from the dad perspective and Dave was one of our uh, one of our great listeners and would you know comment on the show from time to time and you know that was you know that was you know we kept in, you know kept in touch that way people say that a lot about me a lot I'm a really good you listener. are you're one of our best yeah. listeners I gave you Just shout outs on in, the show I gave shout outs yeah. on the show all the time to you and your uh and what you used to do to keep you know your creative juices flowing with your writing at whiskey riff yeah that's right so yeah that was my um whiskey riff was my I'll uh, link to them in the show notes but that was my uh first foray into um kind of country music commentary but it usually came came from a parenting perspective and that's kind of what we're looking to do here with our show. We're going to talk about music, the music that we like the most. As Mick said, we didn't know that uh, when we first met that we were both country music fans, especially coming from very different places. I'm out here in Los Angeles, Mick's in middle America, but we've connected on that sense. And um, we already knew at the at-home dad convention that we had a passion for parenting, but uh, little did we know we also had a passion for country music. So um, uh, hence... Our new project together combine the yep. best of both how we parent via That's country right. music and how country music helps us parent it's just it's a big circle and we're gonna so we're gonna talk about that. that's what we're gonna show with you guys 
you know, we're going to talk about the songs that, you know, either help us get through the day or the songs that remind us maybe of some of the highlights and let's be honest, some of the lowlights of, of our parenting journey and, and, you know, talk about it all together. Yeah. So a little more about me. I mentioned I'm from Los Angeles, born and raised. I've lived my whole life here out on the West Coast. I have three kids, all boys. They are six, four, and almost one. So I am in the thick of it. Lots of high touch, chaos, violence amongst the boys. I'm not responsible for any of that violence. I don't know where they get it from. Yes, that's that's what I spend most of my days doing. And uh, Mick, how about you? Yep. As Dave mentioned, I'm middle America, flyover country to to some people, or as we generally refer to it, uh, the heartland. So Kansas City, uh, I've got a nice little acreage here in town to try to keep me grounded a little bit, so to speak. I am proud parent of three kids. My kids are a little bit older, so that's something you're going to notice as we as we, you know, share our journeys with you. Dave and I are going to approach things a little bit differently based on the ages of our kids and and where we are in our lives. But I mean, I've got a senior in high school, you know, 18-year-old getting ready to 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 leave the nest. Um, so we, we've got from 18 all the way down to not even celebrating their first birthday yet. So there's a lot of different different life experiences that that we're going to be able to talk about in the middle you know on the show yeah, that is crazy man i feel like i feel like i just graduated from well you'd look you look like you could do you get carded when you go buy beer not anymore there's a little gray in the beard now <laughs> and maybe like the bags under my eyes maybe they're like all right this guy that's just from midnight bottles still that's all that is that's the only reason you got you know that yeah what kind of bottle are you talking I about i didn't specify but, um, you know, my son's 18. I've got two beautiful daughters, uh, one in high school, 16, just learning to, you know, get out on her own with that driver's license, you know, which is a, a whole new world of uh, parenting angst, you know, when you set those kids free. And, and then I've got my little dancer. I've got my little 10-year-old who thinks she's in charge. She's the, she's my, you know, prima ballerina, so to speak, because, um, she thinks she runs the show and frankly, sometimes she does. I'll be honest. She's got me wrapped around her finger. Like any, any, any old girl dad will, uh, oftentimes admit to, So I hear. but, uh, but to bring it all together, I, you know, I am the, I like to think of myself to, as the trophy husband to one heck of a unicorn. My wife, Kelly is, um, the one that allows me to have the the parenting journey that I've had and uh, as being a primary caregiver for my kids for the last 18 years. And we are so blessed to be able to be in that situation. All right. So we've kind of started talking a little bit about us. Let's tell everybody what we hope, and I'm doing air quotes here for all of you listeners so that you can hear those. Let's tell everybody what we think the show is going to look like. Yeah. So as I've said, we are bringing you a fresh take on country music through the lens of modern parenting. One thing that I've learned about modern parenting is that it is complicated. It's hard. And I'm still newish at it. You know, I'm six years into my parenting journey. Um, and something that's helped me so far is whenever I hear stories from other parents about things that they're going through that I can relate relate with and relate to 
that's going to be a big part of our show. We're going to, Mick and I will be sharing stories about whatever's going on in our current parenting journey. As he said, my kids are, are little, kindergarten and below. There's a baby still in the mix. Uh, mix are a little bit older, school age, high school age, middle school age. So we'll share stories at the beginning of the show in a segment that we'll call the Dad Life Sound Check. And what I'm hoping is that uh, I will I will benefit from uh, some of Mick's wisdom um, as I as I share some of these things that he'll probably remember. But hopefully, you as a listener will also some of these things will um, will resonate with you. And also, it's not just going to be the parenting stories of our everyday lives. Um, that is going to be a big part of it because you know we want you all to be able to find the common ground uh, that is uh, parenting and that is country music. We're also going to share what we're listening to, what songs we either heard on our Pandora or Spotify stream or what we heard on the radio and how the, some of these are hitting us either in a, a, a parenting way or, or a life way. Because every song right now is just it's so easy and or so wonderful that you can get certain things out of it as certain things change in your life. So for example, Where the Wild Things Are by Luke Combs is is getting a lot of radio airplay right now in my market. And it's a it's a nice, it's a cool song, but the one little line that I keep pulling out of it is where the singer's talking about is brother fires up his his motorcycle and drives away and breaks his mother's heart and as i mentioned before i've got an 18 year old who's getting ready to leave the nest in a few months. And it's not that he's going to make a decision that's going to break his mother's heart, but he's going away. And I know his mom is going to struggle with that. He's going to struggle with that a lot. So every time I, I hear that line in that song, I'm just like, okay, how are we going to move, you know, move into this next part of our life when, when somebody we love drives away? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, for me lately, my boys, for whatever reason, they they just they like hearing songs about being a redneck. Even though um, that's not really, I don't think I can claim redneck status. Thanks to Hardy and all the songs that that he sings about being a redneck, all the virtues of being a redneck. My boys, they aspire to be rednecks. I think so. That's what that's what they're they're asking for, and as a result, that's what I'm listening to. Which is um, you know, a big improvement over the Baby Shark and you the know, wheels on the bus go round and the Power round. Rangers theme song. So I, I'm all for it. Exactly. Yeah. So then the next thing we're going to kind of do after we kind of give you our you know our status update, for example, we're going to come up with we've got a couple recurring segments that we're going to each one of us is going to drive one. The one I'm going to drive is going to be entitled the Farm Boy Report. <laughs> And the reason behind that is, I mentioned live on an acreage in Kansas City, but I'm an Iowa farm boy. I grew up on a John Deere tractor. That's where I learned to listen to music is on the AM radio, uh, on the on the old John Deere. So that is still a very big part of my life is 
all things country. My wife, you know, works in the agriculture industry. So that is, that is what we know. That is what we live. And with our little acreage in town, we try to keep it as, as country as possible, you know, instead of just the urban homesteading moniker that you, you hear out. I, I love to, I like to think to my mind that I've got my own little farm going out there with my garden. You know, it's not, but it, 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 it works for me. So, you know, between that and the animals we got running around, we've got, you know, chickens in town and I let them, you know, we'll open the doors and we'll let them run, do the whole free range thing. You know, that is just kind of my little way of staying true to my roots, staying you know, as close to the country as possible by getting out, getting my hands dirty in the dirt and working with livestock, chickens, I'll be honest, you know, it could be a little bit of a stretch there depending on who you talk to, but I, it, it works for me. And then just all the, you know, the aspects of what it takes to take care of, you know, an acreage that has a whole bunch of trees on it. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, for the farm boy report, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing out outside whether it's the garden the chickens or using my chainsaw because one of my elm trees died i've had 120 some elm trees die over the last 25 years it's been kind of a major pain in the butt and i have a huge firewood pile but that's a whole separate story but that's the farm boy report that's kind of my passion is getting outside and, and working with my hands dave has a different kind of a passion i do yeah it was one, one question so no more tractor for you on the homestead oh Oh, you do? Okay. No, I got a tractor. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's All still right. green. Good stuff, man. Yeah. As Mick mentioned, my passion is a little bit different. I don't have a, a homestead. I live in the concrete jungle out here in LA. I want to be real and, and authentic on the show also. So um, I, I, I'll admit to all you new listeners that I am a hearty super fan. He might not be 100% country, but um, that's why I love him, actually. He's a... You know what? He's unapologetically country. He is unapologetically country as hell. So I am the preeminent West Coast Hardy apologist. So it is my mission through the Hardy Report on each episode to give you just a little glimpse into the Hardy verse. So it might be about a new song, a review of one of my old favorites, or just some redneck stuff that he's up to but um yeah i mean I, i've been parenting as a diehard hardy fan for a long time now and uh you know i think it's going pretty well my kids they they don't really know what a redneck is but they want to be one thanks to hardy and uh hopefully i can um i can convert some of you into hardy fans as well maybe even you mick well i will admit i will admit that i have been in an effort to stay current with your conversations, I have been listening to more Hardy than I, you know, ever have in the past. And I will say that he does have some angel-like qualities. Angel-like? Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't get that, did no. you? Was it too obscure? The, oh, given, give heaven some hell? No. His duet with uh, Lainey. Oh, Remember yeah. she says she doesn't know if he's an angel? That's right. I guess maybe it, it's a it's a common theme, I guess. Already imagining that he's he's died. So I'll be honest, you're gonna find this. Some of my references, they're too obscure. It, so we would play a game in the car when we were doing long road trips. It was called Guess the Movie Game. And the whole idea is you yeah. pick three 
facts or fig storylines, whatever of said music. And then you would say them and then everyone had to guess the show. So my, it was my turn. I picked princess and the frog and I said, music, swamp, candy. And nobody could guess it. They got so mad when I told them what movie it was. And they're like, well, what was the candy reference? And I said, well, remember the part in the show where Mama Odie pulls everything out of her pocket and she offers them a piece of candy? And they're like, no, we just want to be human. And she's like, no, but this magic candy, it would have turned you human. So, and they got so mad at me because, you know, that wasn't a driving point of the movie. So, yeah, some of my references are going to be a little obscure at times. I'm going to warn you all now. That's okay. I think that's part of being a being a dad, not being able to be understood by the youth. So, was that a dig at my age? I'm, I'm sure that my kids don't understand things I say. Also, okay, okay, but um, yeah. So those are going to be the recurring segments: the farm boy report, the harder report. That's how we're gonna. We want some consistency. As far as the the main theme or the the of the show. It's going to vary. Sometimes it's going to be about an artist. Sometimes we're going to talk about a particular song that's going to hit us in a, a certain way. And sometimes we're just going to have a fun episode with like a top 10 list, maybe the something along the lines of top country rock songs to listen to when you're you know scrubbing toilets. Yeah, we'll usually start with, like I said before, we, we want to share some kind of parenting insights or give opportunities to share some of our things we've learned things we're going through but we'll be um usually picking either a particular song a particular theme to, to talk about in our main segment go a little bit deeper on that particular topic for each episode yeah the common theme is just going to be about the relationship between raising kids and country music raising raising kids country speaking of country music so what what kind of what, what is your taste in country music like nick uh, it's all, it, it's kind of all over the board, really just from the standpoint, like I mentioned, I grew up listening to music on the, the tractor radio. So started just, you know, hearing, you know, Willie and Waylon and Hank Jr. when I was younger. And then, uh, George Strait was the man still is, but he was, he ruled the radio in high school, middle school, you know, then kind of Clint Black and Garth Brooks took over when I was in college and, and Garth was just the, you know, preeminent driving force that you heard a lot of over the, over the years. So my, my, my first exposure was really just what I listened to driving down the road or working on the farm. Never really bought a lot of CDs or cassette tapes, even, you know, back in the day, you know, then the whole smartphone revolution revolution kind of changed the way I listened to to music and or Spotify and the ability to plug in the this you know the songs the artists that you really really liked and then you know everything's algorithm based so you know that brought you around to somebody else that you maybe never even heard of but realize that hey this 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 song is hitting me in a particular way and i i really enjoy it so what i've kind of found out is that i like country music with an edge you know i'm not going to say deep dark but i like songs that have the that throwback willie whalen and hank jr sound you know so when eric church came out and kip moore you know, started, you know, I really liked the, their songs, you know, with an edge and that kind of got me into Cody Jenks and Chris Young now and, and really just feeling their songs that 
just make you think. I mean, country pop is great when you're driving down the road and, and you're singing along with your kids. I mean, I've got a Swifty in the house and, you know, that is something that I love to say that, you know, I, you know, can really sit back and enjoy and, and just sing our song, you know, Taylor's our song with her and, you know, verbatim and, and she and I can enjoy that. And that's great for when we're driving in the car, but when I'm just sitting back by myself and, and thinking about life, I want a song that's got some soul to it. It's got some depth. That's, you know, just a little bit, a little bit out there and it's, and it's going to, going to make me think. You're saying that T Swift doesn't have depth. You're going to anger the Swifties. No, I'm giving like her that. a shout out for the fact that she gives my daughter and I something to live to together. No, there you go. That she does have depth. That um yeah. have you ever seen the song Look What You Made Me Do? She's climbing out of the ground, for example, you know, for God's sakes. That's depth, man. Yeah. Oh, Coming oh, back. Absolutely. Coming back from the dead. Yeah. yeah that's no, actually that's actually no Kelly and here. Kate's that's probably one of their top three favorite songs from it's definitely my wife's favorite Taylor okay. Swift song. Okay. Okay. You know, I mean Taylor Swift yeah. rocks Kansas City, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's right, especially this year. For oh you. yeah, it's been nuts. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a pop country hater. I love pop music too, and I mean, my I'm kind of a uh, country music late bloomer. I didn't grow up with it out here in LA. I grew up more with with punk rock, so that's just what everyone was listening to when I was going to high school. So it wasn't until college when uh, my roommate introduced me to johnny cash uh, it was actually his, his very last album before he died that's when i started to listen to country music a little bit uh, because of him. So hold on a second and, your um, first your first exposure to johnny cash was via the american recordings yeah that the is, last one that's too. awesome american four with the uh, the man comes around and the the hurt nine inch nails I cover myself today to see if I still Interesting Johnny Cash story. Just last week, Kelly and I went to the Johnny Cash concert experience in at the at the Kaufman Center, the main big thing down here. So what it is is they've got a band up on stage. They got John Carter talk doing some old show clips. It's a lot of TV clips from his show. And okay. sometimes Johnny's singing and the band's accompanying, sometimes the band's singing too but uh john carter gets up there and talks a little bit about um growing up in the way that he did and what made his dad tick and everything so it was just so for somebody that's a any johnny cash fan if you have a chance to go see the uh johnny cash you know experience that's traveling around now i highly recommend it it was awesome yeah man sounds right up my alley but yeah that, that was my first introduction so um I don't know something about his his sound kind of takes you back to to that era, fifties and sixties. I love George Jones, a little Hank Williams. When I first started playing George Jones at home, my wife thought that I was joking with that old classic sound. I don't know. I don't know if it's my my late late grandfather who um, grew up in Oklahoma, who's kind of. Um, channeling his spirit through me or what, but I just, I love that stuff. You said you're, you like country music with an edge. I like sad country songs and there's nothing sadder than a George Jones song to me. 
like I said, um, I'm not a not a pop country hater. As I started to get in country music, my kind of my my gateway drug was bro country, because it's just good time country. I my taste is kind of evolving a little bit. You know, I mentioned I like the crossover country rock people like like Hardy or Co Wetzel. Chris Stapleton's kind of a, a a crossover guy. I like Chris Stapleton a lot too. Yeah, yeah, very soulful guy. And you know, Charlie Crockett. He also kind of evokes that old classic sound. The more recently, I've been listening to the Red Clay Strays. Kind of similar, sound like they're from a different era. But I would say I'm a I'm an I'm an equal opportunity country music fan. I like the independent stuff. I like Tyler Childers and Turnpike. You mentioned Jinx. Jinx is coming out to California this year, and I'm trying to figure out a way to to see him live. I think he's going to be in Kansas City in August too. Nice. Or July, one of the two. I can't remember, but yeah, I got to. I got yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely uh, still on uh, exploring the genre and all all its different offshoots. It'd be exciting to go on that journey with you too, Mick. So you can you can educate me on all that um, '80s and '90s country that that maybe I missed. Absolutely, that's the that is the goal. That is the plan. You know, just pull things together talk about what hit us at what particular time in our life and why maybe you know throw it maybe throw in a parenting story around it but maybe the parenting story is gonna hit, hit us of the song we're not gonna we're not going to decide we're just gonna let it uh flow and we're gonna let the you know the music dictate just like the radio does we're just gonna let it let it play and we're gonna see how it comes so yeah that's what we hope that's what we hope to put together for you all combine our passions, combine our likes. And as always, we're, we're glad that you're going to take the time out of your day or your week or whatever the, the case is, your drive down the road or you're driving in the, in the field, you know, on that John Deere to listen to us and, and, and share our, you know, share our journey with you. So we would love to hear your feedback. So we've got a, a, a Gmail address, country music, dads at gmail uh we're going to be on all the socials or actually we already are on all the socials at country music dads and eventually the website will get put together countrymusicdads.com go ahead and book it now nothing quite there yet but that's okay because that way you it'll be you'll be ready for it when it comes so most importantly if you like the show please give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you you use and tell anybody else, whether they be a parent or whether they be a country music fan, that you think may enjoy this show and benefit from spending a little time with us and, and talking about kids and talking about country music. Well said. So thanks again for joining us for our first episode. And for our next episode, we will be diving into the universe of maybe country music's brightest star right now. Her name is Lainey Wilson. You may have heard of her. We're going to be talking about the song Things a Man Oughta Know. It was her first big hit. And um, we're men. Are we not men, Mick? We're men. So we ought to know something about that, I think. I would agree. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Flip through the radio dial and come back and let us know what you're listening to.
I don't know why I have so much trouble with. I've done, and I did that last time too. I have so much trouble with Luke Combs and Zach Bryan. I have no idea why. <laughs> I just can't. I think it's the Zach Bryan, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs. I there it's is just like the, that chain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's ex- yeah. 